This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the podcast promo rumble free pre-show. I am, of course, Daddy Dangerously, along with the Butcher, Mike Larkin, and our very special guests this week. They are Amir and Muggsy. Let's talk uh, NXT first, because TakeOver Philly is tonight kicking off Rumble weekend. And as we know, NXT likes to set the benchmark for WWE. Um, so as we now know, we would get Velveteen Dream versus Cassius Ono likely to kick off the show. I know Velveteen Dream is Butcher's boy. Fuck, you know. <laughs> it's my boy. Uh, I don't know. What to, I don't know what to, I. I like to think that everything they're doing with uh, Velveteen is—it's all positive. There's there's nothing negative in it. Um, you know, he's he's the guy that's got—he's creating a movement. Um, he shifted the balance in the way that I, I look at. You know what I mean? His whole gimmick for me is just ah, oh, I, I you know exactly how I feel about it. Oh yeah, it's it's perfection, um, and I mean I don't normally say this, but my God, the guy looks good. <laughs> you know, I mean we go back to that that famous. He took his pants off and he revealed them amazing tights. Yes. You know, um, but you know when we look at obviously he's come off that fabulous fabulous match with Gargano. Yeah, fabulous. Um, the guy's got tools. He can, he can go. He's definitely world, you know, world championship material in my eyes. He carries himself so well. But when you look, I mean, they're putting him against someone like Ono. I think this is just a, f- a way to further him. Do you know what I mean? Ono's Ono's stiff. Ono's going to test him hands down. You know, um, I like to think Cassius Ono's never going to be a world. He's never going to be a world champion. I think that's past him, if I'm honest. Um, yeah. Ono's now one of them guys like Jericho where he he gives. You know, he gives. He gives back to the to the business. Um, and this with Velveteen is just gonna. Oh, I can't wait to be honest with you. I'm 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 really excited for it to be honest because I think this could this could honestly, apart from one other match, could could. Probably match of the night. Possibility, you know. Uh, well, Valentin had match of the night at the last takeover, and oh, definitely. Amir, Muggsy, you guys fans of Velveteen Dream? Honestly, yeah. Man, uh, like, like when it comes out, I know that he's a big influence of Prince, man. Like you got that, you know, purple coming out. He's walking in the purple rain, man. Like he's not as pretty as Prince, man. Like that guy was uh, delicious, man. But like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, I love gimmicks, man. Like because I came from the whole era of you know the whole gimmicks and and everything. And I think we need that more back in now. And I love like the costumes and, and that kind of thing. So, you know, if he gets like more of a big, bigger shot out of NXT to the actual WWE, man. Oh, I'll be I'll be happy with that man. So, yeah, like he looks like a cool cat. I'll I'll, I'll catch a beer thing for sure. <laughs> I'm a uh, I'm a huge fan of Velveteen Dream, and um, I think he has the gift of the era that he's wrestling in. It's it's really giving to him because if you think about 
his gimmick, and, and it's I, I think about Goldust back in the day, back in the '90s, where mm. Goldust's gimmick, you know, he was he was a man who, you know, he but he was very sensual, and he he did a lot of you know a lot of his moves, you know, he it was very like overtone, you know, um, just with the wig and trying to look like a woman and this whole thing, and you know, there was got like Razor Ramon, man, Razor Ramon refused to wrestle gold dust uh because it was it, razor was so machismo and he didn't want people to think that he was gay you know <laughs> yeah. dusty dusty Rhodes, dusty Rhodes is on record as saying that he hated the gimmick he hated watching his son wear a wig and makeup to the ring every night um but then you look at velveteen dream and it's like this is 2018 where a guy can have a gimmick like that and yeah. it's it's not a thing like it it doesn't take away from his his in-ring abilities if in fact it only adds to the character and when he had that match against uh alistair black the entire program you know all the promos all the everything it was so perfectly done when he lost the match i wasn't even i couldn't be disappointed i was so proud of him and everything i just everything that he's done has just been fantastic my only hope for him is um I'm that guy who's I'm a fan of NXT, and when when a guy's gonna make a jump to main roster at some point, I always think, oh God, don't ruin him! Please don't ruin yeah, him! Don't yeah, waste him! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, any any opinions on this one? Absolutely. I mean, Velveteen Dream. I'm a big fan of that dude. I mean, the dude's a tremendous competitor. And as I said, if one Leo Rush could learn from his former tag team partner, that would have been swell. But we all saw what happened with Leo Rush. Uh, (laughs) But as far as Velveteen Dream goes, yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to this match with Cassius Ono. And I'll be honest with you, I was thinking we were going to get Lars Sullivan and Killian Dane on this card, but it looks like we might be saving that for the WrestleMania take. Yeah, there's only only Mm -hmm. five matches, but I don't know, maybe they can sneak one in. They don't usually, but they could do. They could, yeah, absolutely, but yeah, absolutely, and I think this is another launching point for dreams. Obviously, you got to go Velveteen Dream over. Oh no. Yeah, I actually thought for a second they might give him that shot back uh, this past week on NXT because we thought originally he was going to be the one to win the tournament, but obviously Gargano's still going for that gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so final predictions on that match. Anybody saying Cassius Ono, or are we all saying Velveteen Dream? It's got to be Velveteen, isn't it? Got to be. Sure. Yeah, I, I I got Dream going. I here's the thing about Cassius Ono. I'm not a huge fan of Cassius. I I Chris Hero's okay. Um, but yeah, I agree with you guys. I think he's meant to be an enhancement talent at this point. Yeah. And put other people over. He'll get a couple wins here or there just to legitimize them. But but obviously this is Velveteen's time, and hopefully he does a good job of uh, making Velveteen look good on the big stage. Yeah. Uh. Well, speaking of looking good, uh, the women's championship match is quite—I don't—I don't want to say surprising, but Shayna Baszler just been pushed straight into the title picture after taking out um, Kairi Sane, and she's got that cocky attitude that we saw in that interview segment this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know—is is she dangerous to work with? Uh... I, I don't I don't like to I don't like to use the term dangerous unless it's Brock. Um, I'd say she's still got a lot to learn. Yeah. Um, she probably could be accused of being very stiff, mm. but you know, I'd like to think that when you've worked on the indies like Ember Moon has, then Ember Moon can also do stiff. Yeah. You know, um, 
I don't think there's a there's a danger of it being um, dangerous. I'd like to look at it as <laughs> it's gonna be a bit, you know, innovative. You know that you you're gonna see a lot of ground. Not so. It's something you're not gonna see of Ember Moon. What we haven't seen of Ember yet, to be honest with you, we haven't seen a hell of a lot of, um, you know, ground, uh, groundwork where Shane is gonna test her in that area. You know, I'd like to think Shane is gonna be a lot more on the defensive than Ember is, if I'm honest. Um, I don't see this match going anywhere else, but, um. Either a double, either a double count out or a DQ. If I'm honest, you know. See, I would not be surprised if they put it on Shayna. Because they... you really, do you yeah. see, do you see it happening? The only way it could happen to me is if they call, um, obviously Ember up, um, to the main, to the main roster after Mania. I could see either a dominant win or the same way. Kevin Owens went and just win it by ref stoppage. Think? It's a possibility. I mean, we never know it. I mean, Ember Moon can go as well. We've seen her go and defy the odds. I mean, she nearly beat Asuka twice. And they've pushed Shayna pretty quickly, so I don't know. Um, Emir? Maggie, my thoughts on this is <clears throat> I want to say Ember has got a really great chance to get the win here, specifically because of what you brought up about the two matches with Asuka. And the you know, thing about Asuka, she's she's so feisty and she's so she's violent and she she gets you in that submission. So uh, Ember's got you know she's been in these situations where she's had to fight for her life. Shayna Baszler is like I like to watch her wrestle, but but the thing about her being dangerous is. I do feel like some of the things that she does is a little like, is that supposed to be happening? But <laughs> I like feeling that. I like feeling that way because you know, wrestling fans, it's like, well, this is this is what it is. And whenever there's a moment that takes place in front of your face, and you're not sure if if the person's really hurt or if it was really supposed to go like that, yeah. that's always that's always a great moment because she kind of takes the PG elements away, doesn't she? She does. And now here's the thing, I want to say. Dude, Ember just got the title. This would be like her, you know, second defense or something yeah. like that. But you know, it's over at RWT. We have a saying, and it goes like this: Yeah, it's WWE after all. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> yeah. it's not like things yeah. make sense in WWE. They do all kinds of crazy stuff all the time. Nobody ever explains the logic behind it. So I, I am a huge fan of of Ember Moon. Ever since I saw that eclipse for the first time, I was like, oh my god, who is this? Yeah. And I. I hope she wins. I hope she wins. I don't. I don't think her time in NXT is done just yet. She just barely got the belt, and I hope they let her, you know, have a good run with it. Yeah, my, Mike. I know you've had a lot to say about Shayna lately. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, um, Shayna Baszler. Uh, as far as the independent scene goes, these two know each other. Uh, Ember Moon is Athena. Shayna Baszler. You know, coming through promotions like Shimmer and just all around the indies. So I'm really looking forward to this match and. Uh, like you, Daz, I could see Shayna winning via referee stoppage, much like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, unfortunately, I think it's going to be a transitional run for uh, Ember, and I think we're going to have a new uh, NXT Women's Champion. So I'm going to go with uh, Shayna Baszler, either via referee stoppage or a little Karakuta clutch action. All right, we're split on this one. Um, Muggsy, where do you stand? I'll go with 
Ember Moon, man. Um, you know, I like I like divas that are like very catty, man. Uh, you know, where where they just like they don't play by the rules and, and all, all that kind of thing. Um, you know, like like I said, it's very PG related. So when she takes that to that old school kind of vibe, where it's just like you don't know what she's gonna do. Um, it, it's kind of just like yeah, I'll, I'll give it a tie because like it's like the later kind of days where it's just she's so catty and feisty that that it's like no one could i don't know if i could swear on this man but like no one could kind of like you know f with her kind of thing so yeah i'll, I'll go i'll go with ember moon man right, that one is pretty split and mm. uh, now we've mentioned in recent weeks about the possibility of authors of pain moving up to the main roster uh, but they've got the tag team championship match against uh fish and o'reilly at takeover tonight mike i will say that um we're going to still see more out of the undisputed era this is another match i'm really looking forward to and i think the undisputed era sanity feud is not done by a long shot so i'm going to go with them boys and kyle o'reilly and bobby fish to retain the tag team championship uh Muggs, are you a fan of uh, the roh guys Honestly, man, I, I don't even know. Um, yeah, my, sorry, man. Um, you kind of got me on that one. So my, <laughs> I have no comment on that for sure. My bad. <laughs> uh, who do you see walking out then? Champions or challenges? Sorry? Who do you see walking out? Champions or challenges? Oh, man. If it's NXT, no, nah, challenges, man. Come on. Title change. Mm. Emilia, do you agree with that? Um, no, I don't, but I, I think, I think Arthur's of Pain should walk out with the belts. The, the Undisputed Era, I feel like as a whole, I think their name is terrible. I think they, their pairing has been very underwhelming con- considering who's in the group. It should have, it should be bigger than what it is. And, uh, Arthur's of Pain, they were so dominant for so long. If they, if they continue to take losses after being undefeated for so long, I think it really diminishes them as a group but i will say this i still have dreams of grandeur that they will be called up to the main roster and that they will become uh, a heel team with roman reigns <laughs> and they'll all wear their best together and just run rough shot all over the <laughs> yeah i kind of got the same attire thing like the vests and, the, and all that yeah put, put him with them man like the, the, they'll be pretty dominant for sure shield 2.0 uh, Butcher, the Office of Pain spoke this week. They actually spoke. I marked out. <laughs> I did. I did. I had marked out. Hey, do you know what? Emir just said exactly the same thing as I was going to say, in all honesty. You know, when when, when the three guys turned up, I, to be honest with you, if you think about it, um, it was weird how they all turned up. They, they all turned up separate. You know, uh, your Adam Cole, your Bobby Fish, your Kyle O'Reilly. And I think, like I say, the, the name is absolutely... Oh, yeah. It, it doesn't sell... You, you know, if you have, like, a piece of clothing in a shop and you've got that piece of clothing which is really, really cheap and it's on the bottom shelf, and then you've got that one high up in the air, and there, there's a reason it's high up in the air, it's because it's fucking expensive as fuck. <laughs> you know, and you're not meant to touch it until you go and get someone, you know, to get it for you because it's got security tags and everything. Now, 
We're talking about Adam Cole. Maybe. Right. Adam Cole was supposed to be a hot commodity, obviously, in ROH and in New Japan. Um, he was excommunicated from the Bullet Club. And straight away, um, I always remember it because internet blew up. He's going to show up at NXT. Oh, my God. And he didn't. And he didn't. Um, but they've kind of... Do you not think they've kind of just gone, right, well, they're all from ROH. They've all got a relationship. Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, had, which was supposed to be freaking one of the best matches at Wrestle Kingdom 11, and it was shit. Um, because Kyle O'Reilly had basically ripped up his contract and said he wasn't going to do anything, and he didn't for, like, nearly 12 months, you know? <clears throat> Bobby Fish, XTV champion, ROH. But they just, they've just, they kind of just put them together, and there's no... They, they look like two guys carrying Adam Cole's bags. Because to every response, there's Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole should be on his own. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly should be a tag team. Adam Cole can carry himself. But Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly... I was listening to the promo the, the earlier on, actually. And I was watching him and I was thinking, God, these, these guys really look like they've got a TV in front of them telling them what to say. You know? Um... They don't, they don't sell it for me, but, but at the same time, I think they could do something. Yeah. I'd like to see someone. I've heard rumors, obviously, Silas Young is basically not contracted to ROH. I would love Silas Young to join the Undisputed. I would love him to show up at this takeover, to be honest, and obviously cost the authors. But like Amir said, the authors can't continue to keep losing. They can lose by DQ and it won't affect them as much because they keep still keep that monster gimmick. But if they continue to take pinfall losses, it's not. It's the, they're, they're no longer the the monsters that they were, are they? No. So I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for DQ. You know what I mean? I really do think there'll be two matches on this card that are gonna be, you know, interference, no countouts. You know what I mean? Um, I do see a DQ. Because there's no way you're going to knock them two guys off like that. <laughs> um, and for some reason, I don't know why I've just gone for Undisputed Era, because I just don't see a title change so quickly. Um, <clears throat> but we mentioned Adam Cole, so let's stick with it. Uh, he's against Alistair Black in an Extreme Rules match. Oh. Um, Alistair Black, over as fuck. Uh, are you a fan of Alistair, Muggsy? Um, honestly, man... I think Adam Cole, like, we're talking about, like, beforehand, like, I was going to butt in there. We're talking about these two other guys. I just got a feeling the guy, the guy's too cocky, man, and it's going to turn out like one of those things where these two boys are just going to fuck him over in the end. Um, and with Alistair Blackman, um, yeah, I, I just, it's just painting the picture for me. Like, I reckon they're just going to come in. And Adam Cole's going to be down. Like, Adam Cole, it's going to be one of those moments where, like, he's he's going to be, you know, like, almost beaten, and his two boys are going to come in and then, like, do the whole cheap, cheap shot kind of stuff. Um, so, I'm going to go Alistair, Alistair Black, but it always turns out that way, man. So, you know, uh, I just think um, 
Hopefully it doesn't, but Alistair Black, man. Oh, I can see Adam Cole turning in the future as well. He's a CM Punk, isn't he? Yeah, he, he he's a CM Punk kind of tendencies. Yeah, yeah. Name drop. He's trying to do the whole Shawn Michaels kind of look with it, the hair and the yeah. beard and stuff. And, like, I know, it's just, come on, man. Like, you can't beat Shawn Michaels, so. Like, <laughs> think of your own gimmick, man. Give it a rest. Well, at least from our ways, they do like their super kicks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's two for Black. Is it going to be three for Black with Emir? Oh, uh, man. I, I want to say Alistair Black is, is going to get the win, but I, I got to go with Adam Cole, and here's the reasoning. Um, again, with the, with the whole Undisputed Era, with their whole gimmick being so underwhelming, it, Adam Cole, he he needs a win here, man, and and I think he already okay. he already took a kick to the face from Aleister Black, and uh, lost a match to him. At some point, they've got to get the train moving down the tracks with this whole Adam Cole thing, and it's not going to happen if if he continues to take losses. Aleister Black didn't went out over uh, Gargano in that. Uh, that four-way, but as you guys stated, he's so over. I don't, I don't think a, uh, a loss hurts him as much as it hurts Adam Cole. So I'm, I'm gonna give it to Cole. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Uh, but you? Me? <laughs> this guy knows me. He knows me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said, I said exactly what he's just said weeks ago, and uh, to, with Dave Unger, and we had this discussion, and I said, you know. Basically, regarding Alistair Black, not it. Nothing can hurt this guy. Nothing. You know, from from his look to his style to his entrance to his entrance music, he's hot commodity. He's he's, he's just hot. Do you know what I mean? You, you know when you watch some guys and they lose, um, and you you can you automatically switch off, don't you? You know, he's ditched. He's buried. Yeah. Um. Alistair Black could have a, can have a twenty, can have a fifteen minute match, a twenty minute match, twenty five thirty. Every bit of that, you'll be just you'll be zoned in. You, you will be, you know what I mean. He will have you under a spell. Adam Cole, baby, <laughs> he's lost. He's lost. In my opinion, he's lost. Exactly what I mean. Just said then. Since he's come in. All we've seen in of him really is runnings, um, beat people up, retreat, beat people up, retreat. There's there's no denying that Adam Cole has the tools to be able to go. But this always this this is one of the things I always I always hit on with NXT, is they've got that many high profile guys from the Indies now. And but yet there's only one high-profile title within NXT. You know, if this tight if this match was basically for a mid-card title within NXT, we wouldn't be having this discussion on, you know, who's it would be it would be on a different level. Adam Cole can't afford to lose this because you just you you lose a bit of respect from you know your your peers. You know, but but I'm on on the same thing that black black doesn't need it. 
I, I, if, if I was anyone, mind you, saying that we're, we're on about bringing him up to the main card here, fucking hell, what the fuck am I thinking? <laughs> um, Black Black, to me, could come up to the main card and slot in and, you know, he could interfere in anyone's match. Do you know what I mean? The lights go out, the, the you know, the entrance music, the coffin rises from the floor. Fear of God, someone's just shit himself. That's how good he is. You know? Um, Adam Black doesn't bother me whether he wins, loses. The, man, the man's gold. He's, he's Velveteen Dream. There'd be two favourite people going today. Um, it's Adam Cole, though. Adam Cole's going to walk away with a victory. All right, that's two and two. Mike, you guys split the deadlock. Okay. Uh, well, I too am looking forward to this match. And like Butcher, Alistair Black, and Velveteen Dream are two of my favorites as well in NXT. Uh, in this one, like I said, uh, like Butcher actually rightfully said, and everybody said, uh, it doesn't hurt if uh, Alistair Black takes the loss here. But you know what? I'm going to go with him in this environment, man. Extreme rules. It's going to be a stellar matchup. So I'm going to go with the one and only Alistair Black over Adam Cole, baby. Okay, which brings us to the main events. Now, we've got a few predictions for this one. We've said um, Eva Gargano wins and then gets attacked by um, Tommaso or Tommaso cost in the title. Um, I'm inclined to go with option one. Now we get a new champion and then Champa returns. Mike? Yes. How about you? There we go. <laughs> 100%, 100%, exactly what you said. I said it the other week, didn't I? I just don't, I don't see. I don't believe that Almas was the choice. Mm. I believe the belt was put on Almas because McIntyre made the call to do it. He knew. You know, I, he knew. <laughs> there was there was no point in, you know, walking out on NXT and dropping the title and just relinquishing it. He, he, you know, in, in the business, they probably get told to make the call themselves if they if it's if it's a need be. Um, I believe Almas was a stopgap, but I also believe that Almas is every bit as good, or he's become every bit as good since Vega's been on his arm to go up to the main card now. Oh, absolutely. You know, so for me, it, it's 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 hands down Gargano, and yeah, Champa, Champa's gonna, it's it's gonna set the feud up. For for probably what was match of the CWC, we're gonna see it at Mania. Mania takeover. Yeah, Mike, you on the same side of that? Oh, dude, yeah, I'm gonna say Gargano gets the upset, wins the championship. Uh, him and Tommaso Ciampa either attacks Gargano, or there will be like some sort of stare down or some sort of involvement with Ciampa, and that will lead to the WrestleMania match during that takeover weekend. So yeah, Gargano. All right, let's, now let's get some fresh opinions on this because we spoke about this match quite a lot over the last few weeks. So, Amir, uh, what, what's your take on it? Uh, I got Andrade winning, and here's the thing. With a new champion, it always seems like the chase is so much more exciting than whatever comes thereafter. And since Andrade has got the belt, I don't really feel like it's... It almost feels like maybe it's been a little bit devalued. And I love Andrade. I just don't feel like he's doing a lot since he became champion. But here's the reason why I think he still wins. If uh, Tomasa Ciampa comes out and costs Gargana the belt and his opportunity, you don't you don't need 
Johnny Wrestling to have the belt. There, there would be so much sympathy for him at that point and so much heat on um, Tommaso that, that that match can carry itself all on its own. So let's not, uh, let's not tie the belt up as well because if the belt is still on Andrade, then you'd have another match with him going at somebody else and it just makes the card that much better. So I, I think um, Gargano will have his time at some point, but his feud with, with his uh, ex-tag team partner doesn't require the belt to be good. No, that's true. Uh, Muncie? Man, another no comment from me, man. Um, I'm kind of stuck on this one, so my, my bad, man. All right, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> that one of tonight's theme songs is Feel by Scarlet Riot that's taken from their EP Sentience but their new album Regenerate is out now they're both available on iTunes and Spotify well thank you for joining us for the pre-show make sure you head over now for the main show Podcast Promo Rumble 3 the link is in the description we will see you on the other side